0: This is Witness Radio with Ryan Muniak, where you learn biblical evangelism from real-life encounters.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Our call in line is 513 900 And the website is witnesstalkradio.org. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app.
0: Today's broadcast is brought to you by Answers in Genesis, an apologetics ministry that's dedicated to helping Christians defend their faith and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Visit aig to see their latest resources.
1: So today, we're going to be listening to a clip from... The recent Gay Pride Festival that I went to back in June. And honey, before we start the clip, is there... Any thoughts that you have regarding the gay pride festival?
0: Um, well you know a question I had is why do you feel so drawn to these festivals because I've noticed that uh, anytime they're going on you're very excited to go and share the gospel. I'm not so sure though that other people have the exact same reaction as you when you bring it up so <laughs> so what is it that, that's driving you to go to these these festivals? Well... Do you just really like rainbows?
1: (laughs) I I do really like rainbows. No. (laughs) Um, It really started uh, two years ago now when Ray Comfort's Audacity movie came out, which you can get for free at audacitymovie.com. We'll put a link in the show notes. But it really helped me to see that you know we as christians we should not shy away from sharing the gospel with those in the lgbt community and i had been doing that i mean probably not intentionally Mm
2: -hmm.
1: just i wasn't seeking them out
2: Mm -hmm.
1: because i know that that is a hostile group to the gospel a very hostile group to the gospel Mm -hmm. You know, if I were to come across someone uh, who is an LGBT whatever, mm. then, you know, no problem. I would share the gospel with them just like anyone else. Mm. But I wasn't actively looking for them. The reason that I started going to the festivals is because I know that that is a place where sin is just flaunted. Mm. You know, they they call them pride Festivals for a reason. They are displaying their pridefulness mm-hmm. of sin mm-hmm. uh, for all to see. And unfortunately, most people going there that profess to be Christians mm-hmm. are not Christians.
0: That was going to be my next uh, question was, do you feel like part of the reason you need to go is to counteract the the Christians that do, the professing Christians that go? Because you have typically the two types. You have one, the um love them into the kingdom type that is just about showing them love, not judging them, not telling them to change, but just loving on them. And then they'll see God's love and come to be Christians. And then you have the other type, the Westboro Baptist type that says God hates you. You're going to burn for eternity. So do you feel like that was part of the motivation, too, was to kind of correct the bad image that uh, these homosexuals are getting about Christians?
1: Yes although I wouldn't say the necessarily the bad image
2: mm. I would
1: say the bad gospel mm. because both groups that you mentioned which i agree those are the two groups that are known for being at these events Mm -hmm. they don't share the biblical gospel Mm
2: -hmm.
1: like you said you got the the lovey-dovey christians or as i put it the sorry christians We'll, we'll air a clip with that next time not today but next time uh where they're sorry christians they they apologize for Christians who have told these people the truth mm-hmm. that God hates their sin and then tells them. Don't worry about that. We love you. We want what's best for you. You just, you live your life however you want to live it. Mm. And it doesn't matter. No, you're sending people to hell by saying that.
0: So isn't that kind of the opposite of loving on them? Because truly it just shows an apathy for God's word and for their spiritual condition.
1: Exactly. For example, say your neighbor's house is on fire. It's three in the morning. And you go out there and you start shouting, Hey, your house is on fire. You need to get out of there right now. And someone comes up and says, I, I'm sorry for, for this person shouting at you at three in the morning. Just go back to sleep. Don't worry about this person. I, I'm sorry. Please forgive all Christians that, that tell you about your house being on fire at three in the morning, they don't know what they're talking about, you, you just have a wonderful evening, let me fluff your pillow, <laughs> You know, it's doing the LGBT community a disservice mm-hmm. by doing that.
2: Yes. Now,
1: granted, there are some Christians that do need to apologize to the LGBT community, Mm -hmm. or some people that profess to be christians like the other end of the spectrum the westboro baptist Mm -hmm. type people the the hellfire and brimstone preachers
0: they just have a way of of having everyone dislike them don't they (laughs) the christians the non-christians nobody likes westboro baptist types
1: (laughs) yeah and that's because they also don't share the gospel They share, you're going to hell because of your sin, regardless of what it is. You're going to hell because of it. Okay. And you're going to hell because of whatever sin.
0: They reduce it to um, using vulgar language to describe the sin. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't need to use terminology like that. And in fact, it's used to stir up strife.
1: Yeah, they're trying to incite the people. They don't share about the grace of God. They don't share about how to escape the judgment. They just preach about how they're going to hell and that Mm -hmm. they need to repent. Well, even just saying repent, that's not the gospel. Mm -hmm. Turning from sin isn't going to save you. Mm -hmm. That's part of the, the message that we share, to repent, to turn away from your sinful nature and to but as we're turning away from our sinful nature, we need to turn to God and put our faith in Jesus Christ,
0: because He's the one that offers our salvation.
1: Exactly, He is how we are saved, not through repentance.
0: So, can you tell us a little bit about the clip we're gonna hear today? Um, who you're talking to? <laughs> um, not to give too much away, but just kind of to set people up for what what's in store.
1: Okay, so I get to the festival, and I I had already been there for a while. I was passing out The Biggest Question DVDs available at wretched.tv, and got done with that, and I was the only one there that I knew of. Anyway, there was no one else in my group aside from me,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and I gotta tell you, I... I am always scared to go to these events because I I don't know if I'm coming back. But when I found out that it was only me, I was absolutely terrified.
0: <laughs> Wasn't that the one where you actually had asked me to pray because you were you were nervous, or was this? Am I thinking of another instance?
1: It, it's very possible that I asked you to pray. <laughs> um, I I, try, I usually ask you to pray for different outreaches because something's going on or something's mm-hmm. gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know. Everything turned out okay, you know, even though I was terrified. Everything turned out okay. Nobody hated on me. Nobody tried to hurt me. And for the most part, everyone was cool with me being there. The first person that I came across, well, I use the term person loosely mm. because this person was dressed up in a, uh, like a mascot costume, like a fox or something. And,
0: and do we get to find out what the fox says?
1: We get to find out what the fox says, and it is not part of that ridiculously horrible song. So, yeah, let's let's go into the clip, and we'll jump in here and there, uh, giving our thoughts. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have a thought on this clip or this episode, contact us. Go to Facebook or Twitter, or go to our website, witnesstalkradio.org, and leave us your comments, your thoughts on what you hear today.
3: You're listening to When This You The children of Lima, Peru face many difficulties. Hunger, neglect, abuse, and most importantly, a lack of the gospel. Heart of Christ Ministries seeks to bring the gospel and to fulfill the other needs of the children. Please consider partnering with us. You can sponsor a child for just $25 a month, and there are many other ways to help. Please visit hofcm.org.
1: We're live at the uh, Pride Festival. At the time of this recording, we are uh, just got done passing out a whole bunch of DVDs for Wretched Radio. Now we're going to try and get a couple of interviews before this place closes down.
0: Okay, so Ryan, when you arrived at the Pride Festival, what was going on? What what did you see there? Without getting into graphic detail.
1: Uh. <laughs> Well, you see a little bit of everything there. It was a different atmosphere than the previous year. Mm -hmm. The previous year, you know, they had just had the Supreme Court uh, legalizing gay marriage. Mm -hmm. And this year, it was, I think because the Orlando shooting was fairly recent, that it was very toned down, not as well attended as last year. I mean, last the previous year, it was just a sea of people the entire day this year it was it was pretty tame pretty uh dead you know a lot, not not very many people and as far as the sights <laughs> uh nudity outrageous outfits lewd acts drunkenness profanity galore it, it is definitely not a child friendly outreach that's for sure
0: All right, let's get back to the clip.
1: I just saw a gospel tract that that I approve of because I've handed them out myself before, not today. So somebody else is here who is preaching a biblical gospel message, which is wonderful. Praise God for that. I did pray for laborers, even though I am here by myself. So praise God that someone's here sharing the gospel uh, other than me, the biblical gospel that is.
0: So, honey, when you found that gospel tract that seemed like it was a a solid message on it, did you ever find the person that left it?
1: I did not find them at that time, no, but I know who it was after the fact. Uh, It was a friend of mine that was there earlier that day handing out those gospel tracts, and... Uh, they're, they're good gospel tracks. They're postcard size. They have like a rainbow flag on the front says Mm -hmm. true love. And then on the back is a really good gospel message. And I didn't have any this year. So I know it wasn't me (laughs) that (laughs) handed them out, but I do approve of the gospel tracks. It was wonderful to see that even though I was alone, I wasn't alone. I hadn't been the only one sharing a biblical gospel message.
0: That's awesome. At the festival. Yeah, that's so great that God uh, sent you a little helper even though you didn't minister alongside them. That's wonderful. Yes. Let's keep going.
1: So let's see if we can find some people to talk to. There are, the festival does not seem like it's as big as it was last year. Um, It's very, very mellow. Not, Not many people at all. Uh, which is interesting. Um, And there's a
3: dude with
1: a big old, like, mask on his head, like a mascot mask. I'm going to try and get an interview with him. All right, I don't know what you're supposed to be,
3: but can I put you on the radio? On the radio?
1: Yeah, you want to be on the radio? I guess. Awesome. Let me get a picture with you real quick for the website, all right? All right. invisible there. Hold on. There we go. Very cool. Alright, so this is Witness Radio uh, and
3: do I have permission to put you, what's your name and do I have permission to put you on the radio? Yeah, my name is Saren and you have permission to put me on the radio. Okay, say that name one more time so I know. Saren? Saren, Sarin, like Serenity, but not the oh. first part. Saren. Okay, Saren.
1: Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I'll try and remember that. I apologize if I forget. No, you're fine. So, Saren, we're at the Gay Pride Festival here in Cincinnati, Ohio, Uh and you have to be the most unusually dressed person, uh, if I can even call you a person in that outfit, uh, here at the the festival. Why have you decided to dress up? uh, Well, first, tell our
3: listeners what you are dressed up like. And then tell them why you're dressed up like that. Well, I'm actually dressed up as a fox. Uh, I am a furry, uh, which is a subculture. It's basically people who are fans of anthropomorphic animals. Um, So the reason I'm here today dressed up is because I'm actually on the staff for a convention we have here in Cincinnati every October. It's called Fur Reality. This year it's going on between October 10th um, through the 12th, I believe. And it's in uh, Blue Ash Okay. Um, and yeah, so I'm out here kind of get awareness for that going. Awesome. Well, you just got a free plug on the radio. So. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: Imagine Jesus walking onto your local college campus. What would he say? Would he be like Matthew chapter 9, seeing the people harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd, and say the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few? At Christian Collegiate Network, we are sending workers into the harvest. We are training students how to proclaim the glorious gospel. If you want to support our ministry at Christian Collegiate Network by becoming a campus leader or financially, go to changeyourcampus.com.
2: You're listening
0: to this video. So honey, did you approach this man because he looked so eccentric and you thought you might get a wild conversation out of him? Because that this is sounding out there just right from the get-go. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, I, I admit, I, I look for people that are out of the ordinary to interview sometimes uh, just because... I want to know what in the world is going on in their mind that made them dress up like in... Like a fox. Like a fox or, you know, some other way. So, yeah, if you want to be interviewed for Witness Radio, dress up in some crazy outfit. Just be a I weirdo. Will, I will probably come <laughs> over and talk to you.
0: Wow. All right, let's see where this goes.
1: <laughs> so, let me ask. Outside of the fur reality, uh, uh, what... What do you do for a living? Or is this your full-time job?
3: No, this is not my full-time job. Um, Right now, I'm working uh, as a third shift general merchandise supervisor at a uh, grocery chain. Okay. Um, But yeah, no, this is just a hobby for me. Gotcha. Awesome. So, let me ask, uh,
1: what does, regarding the uh, furry, Uh is the technical term, Uh what do furries believe Regarding the afterlife,
3: the afterlife—that yeah. really is kind of um, up to each individual person. Nope. There's some people in the, you know, in the furry community who are Christian. There's some who are pagan. There's some who are agnostic. You know, it's it's entirely up to the belief. Um, I wouldn't say that there's any one general overwhelming view on the afterlife for the entire community. Okay, wait a
0: minute. So this guy. Is there, and he's dressed up like a fox is he self identifying as a fox at this moment <laughs> is that is that what he's all the hobby is all about i'm not I'm not sure I'm getting this is that like they dress up like animals for fun
1: Well, some of them, yes, just do it for fun others take it to another level a creepy level where they actually live out their lives as much as possible in these outfits and other people will have them as pets and they will do things that animals do like in a litter box and whatnot. And yeah, it is, it it is a lifestyle, a community, a subculture that is there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I I don't know about this guy specifically mm -hmm. if he is that into it or if it's just fun for him.
0: isn't it amazing how into the fantasy role play that our culture is, whether it's this or, you know, you got the medieval festivals, you've got the like comic cons where everyone wants to pretend to be something they're not. I just think that's interesting that that's where our society has gone to.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting and kind of funny to see some of the outfits that these people create and you know, you just got to think to yourself, how much time did you take to make that captain America costume, Chris? I mean, (laughs) uh, uh, oh, Oh wait, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to mention people by name. Uh, <laughs> Picking on my my buddy Chris Hunholtz a little bit from Voice of Reason Radio. Go check him and Richard stories show out when you have a chance.
0: Is is his co host like Iron Man or something? <laughs> no,
1: no, no, I, I don't think he, I don't think Richard really gets into the the uh, cosplay at all. But I don't know. He he maybe he dresses up like a furry creature. Who knows?
0: Well, let's see where this furry creature is going with this. Okay, I, I wasn't sure because yeah. you know.
3: Obviously,
1: uh, quite different. Wanted uh-huh. to make, wanted to know what it is you guys believe. Um, we we are a Christian radio show, so that uh-huh. that's one of the things we ask. Yeah. Uh, let me ask, uh, Saren, what about you personally? What do you believe?
3: Personally, um, just for me. I'm not entirely sure. I guess you could say that, personally for me, uh, I am more agnostic. I acknowledge that there might be a God, um, and I was, you know, Lutheran for a long time, kind of fallen out of practice of it, but I do believe that there is a God, and I do believe that there is an afterlife uh, for everybody, and that, uh, you know, we're, when we reach that point in life, we will be judged, and, you know, I believe in the God's message that we'll be forgiven for our sins as long as we ask for it.
2: Okay.
0: So that's kind of interesting that he says he believes in God. He says he believes in judgment. And yet we'll just ask to be forgiven and God will grant us forgiveness.
1: Yeah, it's kind of playing a game of spiritual Russian roulette. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, okay, I'm not dead yet but i need to make sure i ask for forgiveness before i die mm-hmm. you know which hopefully will be long far far away but as long as i ask for forgiveness before that moment of death i'm okay
0: you know what's interesting too is just the mindset of people who think that way it's very much i can sin whenever i want and get away with it because all i got to do is ask for forgiveness and i'm cool with god
1: yeah it's unfortunately that's the mindset that has been created here in America due to bad gospel preaching from Christians. Mm -hmm. The message of don't worry about any of your sins just ask Jesus for forgiveness and you're good to go.
0: Mm -hmm. True. And he's a product of that we can see very clearly.
1: Yeah, he said he grew up in in a Lutheran church or in a Lutheran home. And I don't know exactly what message was taught in the church that he attended but Apparently, he wasn't listening to the biblical message found in the Bible.
2: Right. Again, like I
1: said, this is a Christian show. And what we say, I, I think someone wants a high five from you. Hi. you want to take a picture
2: with me?
1: <laughs> I'll let you take a picture with them real quick. All right, so they're taking a picture right now with the little girl. Uh, very cute. So, uh, as a Christian, what I believe is that, you know, we've all sinned. We've all. We've all broken God's law, whether it's lying or stealing or pretty much everything uh, that is wrong, that we know is wrong. And the Bible says that we deserve hell, every single one of us, me, you, everybody. Um, But the Bible also says there's a way to be forgiven, like you alluded to, uh, but it's very specific. We need to turn from our sinfulness, our sinful nature, our our love of sin, Uh and turn to God, the God of the Bible, by putting our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, the one who came to earth, died on a cross to pay for those sins, and then rose again on the third day. Uh
0: So, honey, when you started to address the wrath of God, hell, that we all deserve God's punishment. Did You know, we don't have a video of this. What was this man's reaction?
1: About the same as when I first started talking to him and the end because, you know, he was behind a, big mascot (laughs) head so you (laughs) you know i I couldn't really gauge his reactions
0: well see Uh, this is why you need to take the mask off when you interview people so when i ask you questions like this you can be like gee honey this is how it was not like Oh yeah, dingbat, don't you remember this guy had a helmet thing on? (laughs) (laughs) So did he he seem to sort of shift at all in the conversation, or do you feel like it kind of stayed at the same pace?
1: It definitely seemed like he was getting a little bit uncomfortable,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, although he was still very cordial. There was a slight shift, I would say, yes. Okay now he offers that to everybody he offers it to you me everybody here uh, and then once you do that once you turn from sin and put your trust in jesus you can have eternal life you can be forgiven uh, now what are your thoughts on, on that message do you feel that that is contrary to what you believe or uh, do you agree with that
3: no i do agree with that um like I said, you know, for I was a Lutheran for a long time. I've just kind of fallen out of the practice a little bit. But that's, you know, the same teachings that I grew up with. Okay. Well, uh, I want to thank you, Sharon, for talking to me on Witness Radio. I will let you uh, get back to what you're doing.
1: And I'm right. sure that fan is ready for your face. So. Yeah. Have a great day. Oh, thank let you. me give you a
0: DVD real quick. All right.
2: Keeping the faith, the faith in
0: the family. This is Faith and Family Radio.
1: Boys dressing like girls, girls dressing like boys. What does the Bible say about it?
0: Would you say that God is your first love? How would you describe your relationship with God?
1: Where do we get logic and reason from? The God that made us.
0: What does the Bible have to say? When does life begin? You're listening to the Faith and Family Radio Show. It's my mommy and daddy.
1: FaithFamilyRadio.com Here's how VidAngel lets you watch movies for $1. You buy a movie for $20, don't worry, it ends up being $1. Since you own the movie, you can legally set your filters. Now, watch your movie. Then with the click of a button, sell it back to us for $19 of credit. That means each movie is only $1. It's that simple. Buy for 20 set filters, watch it, sell it back for 19 Enjoy your $1 movie. Sign up at witnesstalkradio.org vidangel
0: so ryan why did you give him a dvd if you already kind of gave the gospel to him in in that interview
1: well you know one as you can hear the the message the interview was pretty quick Mm uh the reason behind that is because there were quite a few people that wanted this guy's attention you know uh, kids wanting to get their pictures taken and everything and as we heard in the clip Uh, So I didn't want to take up a lot of his time. I could tell that he had places to go, Mm -hmm. people to see. And so I very quickly shared the biblical gospel message. He says he agrees with it, which he may agree with it, but does he follow it? Does he believe the gospel? Mm -hmm. No, I I doubt he does. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons I gave him a Biggest Question DVD Mm -hmm. is, Because I wanted to give him a more thorough and more detailed gospel message Mm -hmm. for him to look at later when he has the time, Mm -hmm. uh, when he's not distracted by uh, different people wanting to take pictures with them and stuff Mm -hmm. like that
0: you know what i liked about your interview well first of all what i noticed was that you didn't touch on homosexuality but what i liked is that you did touch on sin and then you also projected it back on yourself as well not in a like oh we all sin kind of way i mean you you did do that but you, you know you did touch on like lying stealing to really show like that whether or not this man is a homosexual he will still stand before god and be judged for his sin yes. and his sin does not simply include homosexuality it includes much more than that it's a nature
1: exactly and that's one of the problems that a lot of christians have when sharing the gospel mm-hmm. with the lgbt community is they focus on the sin of Homosexuality or or whatnot,
2: mm-hmm.
1: when you know there's so many other sins that you can focus on that won't immediately mm-hmm. upset a person or turn them off from listening to anything you have to say, which is why when I'm at these festivals, I only bring that up if they bring it up.
0: I was just about to ask, what if he were to bring it up? Um, you know, it, it, hearing you're a Christian, hearing it's Christian radio show, what if he had been like, well you know, I don't agree with what the Bible says on homosexuality or whatever. I don't think I'm a burn for eternity because I'm a homosexual. Like, if he had broached the subject, would you have stayed on it and then addressed it? Or would you have kind of sideswiped and just and gone to the other commandments that he may have broken?
1: Well, it, it's hard to say because it's a hypothetical question. Mm-hmm. But typically, what I will do is kind of hit it real quick and move on Mm -hmm. and if they bring it back up then i will focus on it more Mm -hmm. or another thing that i've done which you can listen to interviews from last year's pride festival where i brought out the bible right away and i said look at this passage of scripture uh, first corinthians chapter 6 verses 9 and 10 and tell me what your thoughts are on this passage and i would have them read it and in the passage, it talks about homosexuals will not inherit the kingdom of God. And every single time they read it, they focused on the homosexual part.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said, okay, well, l- let's just for a moment remove that, that one part. Sin. That one sin. Mm-hmm. Now read it. And then they're like, "Um, okay. So have you broken any of those? Yeah. Okay, so regardless of... Your sexual sin, your homosexuality, uh, lesbianism, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You're still going to hell. Does that concern you? Mm-hmm. Because it concerns me.
2: Mm-hmm. And it?
1: then they get upset because I'm telling them they're going to hell. And then I say, well, now, wait a minute. Look at verse 11.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and the, Verse 9 and 10, yeah, it, it says you're, you're going to hell. But that's not the end of the passage here. Look at verse 11 where it says, but some of you. Such
2: were Such
1: some. were some of you you know, giving the, the hope that lies in Jesus Christ right Mm -hmm. there in verse 11. Mm -hmm. I I love being able to share that. Mm -hmm. And I'll get into more of that next week when I talk with the quote unquote, sorry Christians.
2: Wow.
0: You know, it's so interesting how that is their focus because their whole identity is wrapped up in this sexual sin. It is who they are. That is how they identify themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that it it's almost, it's kind of ironic that, you know, they're so wrapped up in it and you're trying to address their other sin. Right.
1: But. Yeah. It, it's, and you can see this same situation happen for people who aren't wrapped up in the LGBT community. Find out what someone's secret sin is. And then, as I've told others, poke the bear. <laughs> if you poke the bear, they get upset. mm That's why when I find out the secret sin, I try to focus on other sins so that they don't immediately shut me off. Mm -hmm. You know, I focus on other sins to help them see their need to repent and believe the gospel. And then I'll touch on their favorite sin. Mm
0: -hmm. So Ryan, do you have any advice for people who may uh, have a burden for this specific group of people, but maybe they don't know how to approach them in witnessing conversations? Maybe they're a little afraid because they've heard about the hostility. Um, What advice would you give them?
1: Definitely be loving Um, and don't poke the bear, you know, unless you have to. And even when the sin or topic is brought up, be gentle with it. You know, we're supposed to give an answer with meekness and fear, with gentleness and respect. So when we are addressing their sin, we need to do it gently, you know, not watering down the message at all. We don't want to do that. Right. That wouldn't help them. But we do want to tread cautiously. You know, it's as if you were walking across a rickety rope bridge and you know that the any of those wood planks you're walking across could break it at, at a moment's notice. You have to be ready for that. And you tread cautiously. Even though you're you're still going across the bridge, but you're doing it carefully. Mm -hmm. And that's what you need to do when you're witnessing to the LGBT community is tread cautiously and go around that sin if you can. Touch on the other sin in their lives, lying, stealing, idolatry, making a false god that you believe in. Uh, blasphemy, you hear a lot of that at the Pride festivals is blasphemy, mm. uh, coveting, sexually immoral, uh, regardless of their preference. Just say, Have you ever looked with lust, regardless of who it is?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That and they're guilty of that, you know. So, touch on the other sins, don't focus on them going to hell because they're gay, mm-hmm. focus on their going to hell because they've sinned
2: mm-hmm. in general,
1: they've lied they've stolen, whatnot. Mm -hmm. And make sure that you don't forget about the gospel. Give them the hope that lies within Christ.
0: Because that alone is what will save them. It's not, like you said earlier, it's not a message of, you know, turn or burn. It really is repentance of sin and faith in Christ.
1: Right. And one last piece of advice, if they will not let go of the bringing up homosexuality or... LGBT stuff, take them to the Bible and let the Bible convict them of their sin. You know, instead of saying, yeah, the Bible says that homosexuals go to hell. Yeah, the Bible says, you know, no, actually open up the Bible and let them read it for themselves because then it's not your words. Uh, quote unquote attacking their sin
0: your prejudices
1: you're right your prejudice your your hatred towards them mm-hmm. it's this is what the bible says this is what god's word says you can read it for yourself mm-hmm. And that way it kind of takes you out of their bullseye, out of their target sights.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure a certain amount will still be projected onto you because... Oh, of course. You know, that's just the way that all of the lost respond to the gospel message. But yeah, we st- we don't uh, seek to be offensive in our, in our actions and in our attitudes. The gospel is what should offend them or lead them to the cross. Right. Covered a lot in this episode.
1: Yeah, I was surprised that we had so much to say in that short clip. Next week gonna be very long. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll try and we'll try and cut it down and not talk so much and just let the he'll
0: just edit me out. That's what he'll do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I love you, honey.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, thank you everyone for listening to another episode of Witness Radio. Visit witnesstalkradio.org to read the show notes and let us know what you think of what we shared today. Do you do you agree with this? Do you disagree? Did we miss a point? that you think we should have shared let us know and don't forget to join us on social media and share this episode with your friends now that the show is over it's time for you to go that is to go into all the world and proclaim the gospel may god bless you Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Our call in line is 513 980 And the website is something that I can't see because my phone shut off.
2: You
0: don't know your own website? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not when I'm reading from a
2: script.
0: <laughs> this show has been a production of the Muniac Family. Please pray for us as we continue to minister in the tri-state area and around the globe with Christ-centered programs.